Welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, claims of the paranormal. No, 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 no. We take part ourselves. Yep, that would be bullshit. But here, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy. And I'm Ross Blotcher. As promised, as predicted in the last episode, a first true prediction of 2024, (laughs) we are back to talk about our visits to psychics to find out what our lives are going to look like in the coming year. Yes, you're right. This is a foretelling foretold, a prophecy fulfilled, because last week (laughs) we knew we would do this. Yeah. And by last week, I mean 10 minutes ago. We are recording directly after the last one because uh, we were all ready to go with all this, but we just realized this was too long of an episode. And because we realized, thanks to Isaac Mars, that time is not real. These are the important lessons you learn on Ono, Ross, and Carrie. But we wanted to get predictions that are about us specifically, not just about the world, because it's our show. (laughs) Sure. Well, and hopefully the lessons that apply to our readings from psychics could also apply to your Your readings readings from from psychics. psychics. And the readings show up so you don't don't have have to. to. And also, you know, if you know someone in your life who's smitten with a psychic, maybe you can contextualize some of the things that they're hearing. So I went to my hometown of La Crescenta, California. Mm -hmm. It is sandwiched between Tahunga, California and La Cañada, California. Now, La Cañada, California is where Jet Propulsion Laboratory is. Mm -hmm. For example, if you've heard of it, JPL, part of NASA's top place. They they build the rovers. (laughs) Yes, yes, they build the rovers. That gives you an idea. Anyway, I didn't grow up there. I grew up next door in La Crescenta. And in La Crescenta, instead of JPL, we have a street psychic. So when... (laughs) Yeah, I was waiting for the transition and there it was. (laughs) When When I was growing up, my mom and I would drive by this psychic all the time and I would see this bizarre little house front. Oh, love a good house front. Yeah, it it definitely was a house that became a business, and the other houses around it have been mostly stripped away, so you've just got that one uncanny looks like a house but is a business business. Interesting. Okay, yep. Is Um, this on a major street? For the area, yes. It's on Foothill Boulevard. Oh, yeah. That um, is. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's an a arterial major road. Yes, exactly. So I've sent you this photo, but there's, yeah. there's the front of her house okay. with her big sign. So uh, yeah, you're showing me this psychic reading sign. It's got neon, both on the words psychic and readings, but also on the moon, there's a crescent moon and there's, is that a ring around a planet? What's going on over here? A UFO? I think it's Saturn. And then the crystal ball that the wizened... Merlin-like figure is carrying. He's got like his little sorcerer's cap and symbols on his uh, blue garments, but a long white flowing beard. Yeah, yeah, this is great. This is great signage. Is this something that you were kind of seeing your whole life growing up? Yes. Okay. Oh, and here's, uh, sorry, there's also this guy. There he is in the flesh. (gasps) By flesh, I mean a statue um, of the wizard right out in front of her house. All right. They're doing well on the advertising. Yeah. So you can see why when I'm 10, I'm like, Mom, why have I lived here 10 years and we have not yet gone to the psychic? And so when I was 10, my mom took me. Oh, really? Yes. (gasps) 
To that psychic. To this woman. Now, that would have never happened because this would have been evil and scary to me growing up. But yeah, this little statue of the the wizard character is pretty cool. And I see behind it says, no smoking, no recording, no photo taking, no food or drinks. Okay. And I always love a good photo of a no photo taking sign. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I didn't even notice the no photo when I did it. I just said, I'm going to take a picture of him. That okay? And she was like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So I went to see her when I was about 10 with my mom. And how I remember it is I remember being feeling like she didn't tell me very much. Oh, okay. And I remember that she asked me for a wish. And my wish was that my horse would live a long, happy life. And so when I was a kid, we had this horse that I never rode, but my sibling rode, Mm -hmm. uh, Brownie. And Psychic Dorothy, which is her name, uh, told me at the time that Brownie would live a long, happy life. I have no idea if that's true because my parents sold Brownie soon after that and didn't tell us. Oh, no. It was terrible. But <laughs> but anyway. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I have no idea if Brownie lives a long, happy life. Maybe he did. But that was my memory. And then months later, my mom was watching Unsolved Mysteries and insisted <laughs> that a psychic on Unsolved Mysteries was Psychic Dorothy. She was this psychic who bilks people. Who was on the lam. Who was, uh, yes, exactly. But has a storefront in La Crescenta. Yes. And she calls the Unsolved <laughs> Mysteries hotline. Oh. And anyway, as far as I know, nothing ever came of this. And my mom mixes up faces like a lot, like a lot. So I'm I'm suspicious that she was not the psychic from Unsolved Mysteries. But that is what I knew about Psychic Dorothy. And I was like, I want to go back. What's up with Psychic Dorothy? Oh, my goodness. So many years later. Yeah. Decades later. And she is still there. That's amazing. It's still the same psychic. Same woman. She's been there 40 years. Same signage. Okay. I was actually able to find her in the LA Times from 2008 talking about at that time how long she had been there um, because she was picking the like picking NFL picks or something. Okay. Or, yeah. Some Wild. Puff piece. And I think that's really cool that your mom heard your request and said, sure, let's go see the psychic. Yeah. That would have never happened for me. Oh, right. Yeah. We weren't Christian enough for anyone to object. So I find her website, which is lacrescentapsychic.com. Good URL reserving. Yes, absolutely. Very strong. And oh, get yeah. Her- she, she is uh, on with the branding. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. So go there, everybody, and you can see the storefront that we're talking about in this very cool sign. So that sign is repeated, I guess. There's one version of it. On the house. On the house Mm -hmm. and one out front to catch people's attention. Yeah, this is highly effective. Yeah, it's so cool looking. The wizard is dope. He's got Birkenstocks on. Well, and thank goodness you can go there anytime because it's 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. seven days a week. Yeah, go hit up Dorothy. So I call her on December 27th and ask her for a reading. And she... She was like, well, I'm not in La Crescenta right now, but I may be able to do a reading over Zoom, but I don't know. Um, can you text me your full name and your date of birth? And then we'll Gotta see Gotta look if- up your star chart. <laughs> yes, exactly. We'll see if we can book anything. Or at least know your star sign. Right. I guess if she wanted to do the star chart, she'd need the time you were born. Yeah, she want, She just needed, location. you know, another way to see it is uh, she wanted to Google me, but yeah. I see tarot card reading for $65, energy reading for 95 palm reading for 45 and a combination reading 
165. You know what? This is really interesting. I, I asked for the combination reading, and you're right. It says 165. I thought it said 160, and I just said to her, it's 160, right? And she said, sure. Sure. So I wonder if I could have said any price. Yeah. It should have been like, it's $20. Is that correct? You shaved five bucks off that. <laughs> yeah, whoops. I okay. ended up paying $5 more. So Oh, there you go. Look at, look I at did this. end up tipping her. I'll tell you look about it. Look at this it. karmic balance. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so I text her. I say, hey, Dorothy, we just spoke. I'd love to come in for a reading on Thursday or Friday, blah, 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 blah. I was born Caroline Snyder. On July 13th, 1983, but I go by Carrie. Mm -hmm. All facts. Correct. And she said, I'll get back to you in a little bit. I say, sure thing. Okay. <laughs> Same. See, uh, I, I've started to just assume that most longstanding psychics, especially someone who's had a successful storefront for decades, are generally just going to be too lazy to even try to look someone up. Like, I oh, I think that that would be more effort than they feel they need to put into it because they no longer have to prove anything to anyone. That would be my assumption. So I'd just be like, there you go. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, that could be right. And I say that knowing now that when I tell my story, there were things where I was hesitant to give information. But still, I, I feel like generally people are kind of lazier than we would assume. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But if you're doing like a live performance or you're a new and upcoming psychic, I more suspect you of doing hot rating. Interesting. I guess I just figure for 160 odd bucks, one hour conversation, I'd look someone up. So an hour and four minutes back, she asks me if we can do a reading tonight by phone or FaceTime. She feels some really strong energy for me. Hello. Oh. Am I there? Am I there? Um, like multiple texts. Yeah. I want to so reply I, now. So I didn't see that right away. Uh, <laughs> and so I, I text her back in a little bit. We end up setting a call for 4 p.m. the next day. The 28th. At 4 p.m. I call her. She does not remember we had an appointment. Oh, no. She asks who I am. Oh, no. Then asked me to send her my name and my date of birth. I did. And also to send her two wishes. Oh. Okay. Oh, this is so weird. I text those back. Okay. okay. Then she asks me to call back in 45 minutes after she has spent time analyzing my star chart, which uh -huh. supposedly she had already done. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Oh, uh, weird. An hour and 44 minutes later, okay. I get another text from her. She says, hi, for the little bit of research that I'm doing, changes are immediately on the way, but I'd like to look in. I'm going to need another 40 minutes. Whoa. Okay. I'm just sitting by my phone here. It's been hours now. That sounds like me before we record an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I say weird yeah okay what is this prep work interesting yes so I said wow okay <laughs> then she says thank you for understanding I want to look further into this but I do see something that's pending if you don't mind give me 40 more minutes thank you I say no prob can do then I believe a couple more hours passed. Oh my, my goodness. So we're getting later into my, the night. My log falls off here because I remember what happened. I got a migraine. Oh so, no. so eventually I text her and I'm like, look, I have a migraine. Let's hold off on this. Mm. Um, <laughs> now that she's got all this fresh research <laughs> crackling in her sure, brain. That she's done 40 minute sections of <laughs> over and over and over. So weird. Um, so you and I have, in the meantime, we have like scheduled other stuff for the show. So so I know she's coming back to La Crescenta. I'm like, when she gets back, I'll do it in person. Mm -hmm. So eventually I go and I see her. I see her on January 12th, 2024. Okay. 
Um, I meet her out there at her little storefront house psychic shop. And it looks smaller than you remember. (laughs) No, it looks exactly how I pictured it. Amazing. She has this cool little shed in the front that is actually where you get your reading. And the doors are open to the outside and you're just sitting with kind of a, a shrine of... Christian iconography and tarot cards. And um, she has a big, cool crystal ball. It's probably like a foot and a half in diameter. It's big. Wow. Oh, those are not cheap. No. Yeah. Because I have a small crystal ball. And even that was, you know. Yeah. Pricey. But it was like, okay, this is the price point. I don't want to go bigger. Yeah. These things are, yeah, expensive. Yeah, it was big. It was pretty. Um, So it's a cool vibe. It still weirds me out to see Christian iconography at the psychics. And I mean, it happens all the time. But just having been raised the way I was, it just feels like this strange syncretism. Like, these are different things. What are you doing? Yeah. She was quite Christian. Okay. Yeah. At at one point, she... She assumed that I was a Christian. She called me a believer. Hmm. And and actually, <laughs> I'll just tell you this now. The reason that she brought it up is because she saw the name David for me uh, as she was giving me okay. my reading. And I could think of no David except for our mutual friend, David Diskin. Yeah who's uh, an atheist activist in Sacramento, mm-hmm. which is how I described him. And she said, oh, yeah, that's coming up for me because you need to stay away from him. Oh, Because he is okay. really trying to drag down your energy and pull you away from the divine. And you were a believer and he's an unbeliever. Oh. Yeah, it's like, oh, you <laughs> right. have this wrong. <laughs> um, but... But still, you're going to avoid David. You, but obviously, I'm just thrilled that I finally have an excuse yes. to not have to deal <laughs> with David Diskin. No. Um, so what's wild about this reading is that there was a very little predicting And there was a small amount of analyzing. I would say 80% were her personal life stories. Okay, interesting. Now, now that's maybe a little excessive of a mix. But I was thinking as I was reviewing my reading as well that if you haven't been to a psychic and somehow you expect you're going to sit down and they're going to be like, okay, here's what I see. The prophecies foretell, you know, you will meet this kind of person on this date and then you will blah, blah, blah. That comes in dribs and drabs where Mm -hmm. there will be little drops of future knowledge or prediction, but mostly it's going to be just telling you like, oh, you're this kind of person. You feel this and I see you do this and blah, blah, blah. And that, you know, there's this person in your life and they blah, blah, blah. It's not going to be the string of just predictions or it would go very fast. Right. Things got to draw out a bit more. So this is ringing true. But wow, it sounds like she really goes into the personal stories about her. Yes. She told me, I I, I mean, I liked her stories. I liked listening to her. She was fun. But what does she look like? Left very little to put on the spreadsheet. Oh, you always look at people. That's so interesting. <laughs> um, she has like, uh, like reddish hair. Okay. Uh, I think she's white. Okay. And I know that she's shorter than me because when we stood up, I said, oh, I didn't realize I was so much taller than you. Okay. And that's what I know. Okay. And I'm guessing she's... She told me her age. She's 73. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. so when you would have seen her, she would have been probably in her 40s. She's been uh, doing this a long time. Let's see, it was 30 years. Yeah, mm, probably. Interesting, okay. Yeah, she was probably circa my age. Okay. Whoa, weird. Yeah. So I was only able to put down one, two, three, four, five, six specific predictions in the spreadsheet, but here they are. I'm, I'm just now looking at that picture of the palm on the front window, and it's got these... 
three lines that do not correspond to any lines on oh, an actual yeah. palm. Yeah, kind of cool though. Yeah, I like. The well, design. you know, neon's hard to design. <laughs> Anyways, so I'll go. I'll go back through my notes and may add some minor things, but these are the main things she predicted. She saw no children for me. Okay. Yep. A reasonable prediction, knowing you. Yep. And this was far along in the reading where we had already established that I had two cats and I had mentioned my husband many times. Oh, okay. okay. But then, but finally she looked in her crystal ball and said, I don't see any children around you. What's going okay. on there? So I got to say, usually, usually psychics seem to be on the side of like, let's get you more children. Yeah. So, true. Okay. When she said, she said, I don't see kids around you. Why is that? And I said, uh-huh. I said, oh, I don't, I don't want them. And she solid. Yeah. And then she she was like, actually, she was like, that's great. I have two kids and they never call. (laughs) And I have all these grandkids. And like, sometimes they pay me attention, but it's like not (laughs) worth it. And then I um, like that she gives like a one star review to her own children. She's like, (laughs) good thing you're not doing that. And then, yeah. And then she told me about how her tarot cards, her granddaughter wants her tarot cards. And she's like, no, I'm getting buried with my tarot cards. I am holding them. my hand and I'm going in the ground. Oh, <laughs> that was her granddaughter who is interested yeah. in her grandmother's craft and she will not. That's right. The then, then she had another story about what was That's going terrible. in That's terrible. Sorry. Terrible. Yes, <laughs> okay. yes. Yes. Um, th- yes, yes. Terrible. Bowl. Oh, there, we, there go. we go. There we go. The circle is complete. <laughs> um, Another thing she's bringing into her coffin that she told me about yes. is a tiny hand Bible that's white with a gold cross on it. Okay. She told me maybe a 25-minute story about it. I never saw this Bible, but boy, I can picture it in my head because I heard about it for a very long time. Okay. But this Bible, she had a dream about, and she had a very vivid dream she describes to me, which I won't put you through, the vivid details. Okay. Of her lucid dream. But she had a she had a dream where someone where Jesus told her <laughs> that she needed to carry a white Bible into heaven in order to get in. Okay. After the dream, she told her husband about it. She told other people about it and then was shocked when some other friend, sort of related, came up to her with a white Bible Whoa. and a gold cross. And he couldn't okay. she couldn't possibly have heard this through the grapevine. That just doesn't make sense. No to way Dorothy. they could know. And there's only this so many colors. <laughs> so anyway, she has to carry that in her hands and her tarot cards now. God is gonna be so confused. Yeah. And anyway, that that took up a good 20, 30 minutes of our reading. That's wild. Okay, so I'm guessing one of those uh, little New Testament plus Psalms and Proverbs, tiny Bibles. That's funny because my dad makes a big deal out of, for many, many years, he had a red Bible Uh, and he would always joke, because a Bible should be red. Ah, that's pretty good. (laughs) As you would expect from my dad. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then I couldn't believe it. He gave it away to a guy at his church who didn't have a Bible. And I thought, this is a big deal. I don't think this guy knew how major it was that my dad gave him the red Bible. Yeah. 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 I was like, wow. (laughs) The greatest honor a blotcher can give. And the the guy came to the service for like a few weeks and then never came back again. Oh, no. He's got dad's red Bible. Yeah. I hope it's red. Okay, so when she finally gave me predictions, <laughs> <laughs> they were no kids, 
that I will be an extremely successful person. Okay. I will live to be 102. By the end of 2024? No. I asked her this. I was. I said, like, oh, this is a New Year's Day? And she was like, yeah, yeah, am I yeah but it, it might not be this year. This year? Okay. So All that right. was not helpful. Uh, it's hard to track long-term predictions. Yeah. But there is one very specific to this year. Two. Okay. We'll get, get there. My... Trauma book will be a number one bestseller. Hey, okay. Okay. A little bit of pressure, but okay. She said that actually won't be this year, though. Okay. All right. Um, my cats will not get along. They might be able to tolerate each other at best. Okay. Seems like a safe prediction. And one just hopped up on the table. Hello, yeah, golly. golly. Yeah, she said not to leave them in the same room alone together, like there could be violence. And I was like, they seem to be improving. Oh, absolutely. Leaps and bounds over last time. Oh, good. Yeah. So now Golly is staring at Georgie (laughs) and ready to hiss at her. But yeah, she, she basically told me to give up on it. And I said, you mean like they shouldn't live in the same house or do you mean like won't be buddies and mm-hmm. she said they can live in the same house but you should separate them when you leave and i was like man okay all right don't want to do that forever ideally but yeah okay. but then i was thinking georgie's really cute right now laid one paw over her head almost as if to say like leave me alone golly as golly stares daggers at her yeah but I had left the cats alone to go see her. So I thought, oh, God. <laughs> They're at home now. What's going to happen when I come home? But they were fine. Okay. And the most specific prediction she gave for 2024 mm-hmm. was that Drew and his company, his tiny little movie company, Drew Spears Productions, yeah. will get a huge movie contract with lots of zeros in April to June of this year. Hey. And he may need to travel for it. Okay, that is specific and measurable. Yep. And you will know about it if it happens. I would know. Okay. I would know. It would be a big surprise for everyone, but it would be great. Okay, Dorothy, there's a lot riding on that one specific prediction tied to this year. Yeah, DSP. Yeah, so those were her only actual predictions. Then we talked at length about her life and her stories and... Everyone's well, she checked in about me. (laughs) Yeah, I like that you're paying for her therapy session. At least we like got along. I would count it as a hit if someone listening to this is like, I have a project. I'm going to throw it at Drew Spears Productions. Oh my God, please. For big money bucks. Please, please. That would count. So at the end, I asked if I could pay her with my phone and she said I could sell her. Um, I said, great. And at the number we've been texting at and she said, yeah. And so I started to do it as I was walking out. And yeah. she she really was like, You Just, need to you need to stop and show me. Oh yeah, the yeah, screen. yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, I was which, gonna say that's so trusting. Yes. To just let you wander off and assume that. Yeah, yeah. It just it takes like a while to do. So I was kind of like doing it as I was walking and it was like. No, halt. Stop. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so it was 160. And for some reason, as I was sitting there, I felt so connected to this woman after she had laid out her whole life to me that I tipped her $20. Oh, no. What am I doing? (laughs) Yeah, originally we had a kind of a rule that we had established not to tip when we didn't have to. Yeah, what happened here? For these types of services, yeah. (laughs) Because she sat there and told me her whole life story. And I was just like, what a darling woman. (laughs) Gave her 20 extra dollars. Yeah, well, how long were you with her? 
A long time. Like an hour and 45 minutes, maybe. Okay. But still, 180 bucks. Pretty good. Pretty sweet haul. Yeah. I don't know Especially what I'm doing anymore. compared to my reading. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to explain you to you. Okay. Well, that's what might happen to me this year. Okay. What might happen to you? Okay. So I had, as you mentioned, I tried to get a reading in my hometown of Santa Cruz. Okay. I was visiting there. I have a longstanding tradition where the last week of the year, I'm staying at my mother-in-law's place and I just hide away in the upstairs room and do nothing but read books and try to like artificially inflate my numbers for the year. Like I've been a good reader when I need to play catch up. No, but uh, yeah, I, I read like 15 books in the last week. It was crazy. Oh, amazing. And oh, including it, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, yes, which is long. Which people. took me over 13 hours to read. Yes. Goodness. So partway through that, I looked up who are the psychics in Santa Cruz because it'd be really fun to go somewhere. And obviously I haven't been to psychics in Santa Cruz because I wasn't doing that when mm-hmm. I lived there. So I found just a couple that showed up on Google Maps and one was right next to the boardwalk. And I mean like right next to the boardwalk, like just down the little block where you can see the roller coasters, mm. you know, from the house. So uh, I tried calling the number that was listed and it went to like a voicemail, but it wasn't a specific thing, you know, so like, okay. Your well. voicemail box has not been set up yet. Yeah, something like that. Exactly. So I drove out there on the 29th of December. Okay. And th- there was kind of like you were saying, there was this little front house. It was painted bright yellow and kind of like what you were showing me had like the slats and the trim and everything. A cute little thing, but you know, not even a one bedroom apartment size. It was just this tiny little house on the corner painted yellow. And cute. Oh, it, good. He's got it, a pick. He's got it a was pick. cute. Okay, cool. I didn't expect the the weird like corner element here. Yeah, it's right on the street corner, and you can see the roller coaster in the background. The Santa oh, Cruz yeah. Beach Boardwalk. Uh-huh. It's, it's so that one side is painted black in a rather mysterious fashion. Oh, the the front face is a dark blue kind of tile. Oh, that's blue. Okay. And okay. Uh, yeah, and then the sides really are the bright out. yellow. Okay. And yeah, there's the neon sign. It says psychic, big red hand, and everything else is in blue. It says tarot cards. And then it says psychic readings by Barbara, natural born psychic reader, psychic, palm, tarot, love, business, marriage, health, friends, family, happiness, and success. Please knock next door for readings. Okay. Oh, okay. Hmm. So I go to the little house next to it. There's a big statue of Mary out front. And, ah, there you go. And that's where I ring the doorbell. Uh, Sister Barbara comes out and greets me and says, oh, you here for a reading? Well, sorry, I only do appointments now. And I oh. said, okay, well, I, I did try to call the number. And she said, oh, yeah, the number online is wrong. Hmm. I'm thinking, okay, well, how okay. does how does anyone <laughs> like ever make an appointment? find you? Yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, well, I am leaving town tomorrow. Is there any chance you'd be able to like meet in the morning? She's like, oh, probably not. What time are you leaving? And said, well, pretty early. Uh, you know, I need to work in, she motioned to that building, the mm-hmm. tiny, tiny little like uh, one quarter of a house on the corner. She said, all my energy is in there. So I guess she has all her implements. Okay. That's where she plies her trade. 
she had some weird story about how her daughter has the key and is out of town. And I'm thinking like, oh, none of this feels right. right. Like, I think you're just making this up. But oh, weird. Okay. You know, she doesn't want to do it right now. She yeah. doesn't want to do the walk-in psychic reading. It. Yeah. And so she gave me her business card and said, oh, well, next time you're in town, let me know. And, and, and for a second, when she mentioned that, like, the online number wasn't correct, like the one on Google Maps, I was saying like, oh, well, maybe I can go update that for you and then I thought like why would I do that why would I go like try to make her easier to contact so I didn't end up doing that uh but I did go wander around the boardwalk for a bit nice so not a total waste anyway so all right failed there so the other psychic that had come up was in Capitola which is another little beachside community and this was at the time where we were having this news about really big waves hitting the coast Mm -hmm. and Capitola had been one of the places so it was really wet and rainy but there was still this little psychic shop yeah we got more neon lights a psychic reader and and a big sign with the the hand for palmistry and the word psychic palm and tarot card readings so i ran through the rain over there and tried to knock no one was picking up but you could see there was like a little light in the back like there was a habitation in the back of the storefront very cinematic yeah so i'm knocking hello is anyone there getting nothing but then through the the darkness i can see that there is a sign inside that has the number to call for this person so i call Uh uh-huh leave a message, tell them, hey, I'm here. I'd love to get a reading if you're around to, you know, call me anytime within the next hour or so. And so I hung out for a while, just staying in in the the area. Yeah, in case I get a call back. Nope, no no return. Never got a response from either of them. I also like left a message for Sister Barbara later that night saying I could do tomorrow morning. I could stick around longer if she'd be available. No response from either of them. And I was thinking like, what's up with these psychics who don't want business? Yeah. I got money. I should say, Sister Barbara did see me, and I had kind of left myself scruffy, and I was wearing like, um, I don't know, like a olive drab green jacket, and I was just disheveled. I was trying to look like, I don't know, somebody down on his luck or something. Oh, okay. And wasn't wearing my wedding ring. And Sister Barbara had, when she had seen me, said, oh, I can see you've been going through a lot. Oh. So it sounded like, you know, oh, I would I would love to talk to you, but oh, sorry, I can't do it right now. Like, what is she doing that's so important? She's probably watching Netflix. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that didn't work out. Didn't get to do my hometown thing, but hopefully that was an interesting enough story about attempting to do so. <laughs> so uh, I got back in town and right after you and I recorded audio for the uh, Kenny Biddle mm-hmm. episode, I had an appointment right after that. So I drove straight from here, your place, over to Sherman Oaks to go to the Psychic Eye. Ah, that's right. The Psychic Eye. Very important establishment in our lives. Yeah, Psychic Eye has been featured in many of our early episodes, so you may remember us talking about it. But it's this pretty large store. Like, they've got the main bookstore and various psychic paraphernalia and incense and crystals and all that stuff you could buy. But they even have a secondary shop right next door the annex where uh where you can sign up for some of these readings where ella poppy once got a reading oh that's right yeah so i called up and got a guy on the phone and he said that at the time i was suggesting he had five different readers 
And so I said, okay, well, which one would you recommend? And he said, oh, I would definitely recommend. And then he had the name of one guy in particular. And he said, well, you want a New Year's prediction? Well, that's exactly what happened when I was working at Starbucks. This psychic came to me and he gave me a prediction. And I guess it must have been mm. really good because now he's working at the psychic eye. Okay. So interesting. I said, sure, well, give me that guy. That sounds great. And so we had an appointment. And I got called back about an hour later and said, uh, unfortunately, he's leaving earlier in the day, so he oh, won't be available. The Starbucks psychic. Okay. Yeah. And I'm thinking again, like, oh, why is this so difficult? Yeah, really? But there were still other people available. And so he gave me additional options, but first asked, well, what's your sign? I said, mm. I'm a Leo. And he said, mm. okay, then I think I'll recommend, and I'm going to call her Natasha. Okay. I'm going to recommend Natasha. I said, okay, let's do that. So I showed up at 4.30 on December 31st. So right before the end of the year. Okay, yeah. Getting a prediction for 2024. And they similarly have a sign out front that says, no photography, audio or video recording, absolutely no soliciting, leashed pets welcome, but be reasonable, and shoplifters will be hexed, which cute. I think is pretty cute. Yeah. So I came in there and you're instantly surrounded by, well, certainly lots of incense smell mm -hmm. and statues of the Buddha and angels and... Chairs shaped like hands. Yes, that's right. It's it's a little wonderland if you're trying to buy selenite crystals or pyramids or yes, tarot totally. cards or what have you. So I, I was there like right at my appointment time and nobody was like there to talk to. Mm -hmm. The store was kind of empty. There were two people having a conversation. So I just kind of wandered over there to the, the counter and the woman who was having a conversation and said, oh, hey, I'm here for my reading with Natasha. And she said, I'm not a clerk. I'm a greeter. <laughs> Doing a stellar job yeah, at it. Yeah, I feel so greeted. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, okay. Eventually, the guy that I talked to on the phone, he came around. And I recognized him from his voice and said, were you the one who set me up with Natasha? And he said, oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me get her. So Natasha comes out and she's wearing a hat, like a green Christmas tree. And okay. it's, it's got the white brim and little like fake elf ears attached to oh, it. Oh, great. And I was like, oh, you're fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's December 31st, correct? It's December 31st. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she's wearing a intense orange, like kind of a darker, but very saturated orange satiny shirt and a white scarf over it. It's like an art teacher, like a kindergarten art teacher get up. I would buy that. Okay. She did eventually take off the hat. Yeah, a very mm, aunt invited to Christmas. Uh, yeah, okay. The aunt who has adult children who don't call, so <laughs> she's always at your Christmas, but she's cool. I would guess she's maybe in her mid to late 40s. And she has bleached blonde hair because you can see the mm -hmm. brown roots there. And she seemed very friendly and excited to see me. Kept calling me dear. And the whole time she was chewing gum during the reading oh. and, and beyond. <laughs> I, I could tell at the time that she had like maybe an Eastern European accent. So she led me back to a tiny room. There's like this row of rooms where you can get your readings. And they're just super small. They're just big enough for like a little table in between you. And there's maybe like a table against the wall. And other than that, it's the chairs that you're on. And there's no like, you know, you want to get up and tap dance or anything. Yeah, like, yeah. That's all the space Tiny in there. little interview booth. Mm-hmm. And there's a series of them. And I don't recall actually overhearing any other conversations. So either there weren't other readings going on or the soundproofing was sufficient. Uh, but the door was essentially just like a heavy velvet drape. 
and there's tapestries on each wall and uh, and everything's painted orange. But there's also a lot of Christmas decor. So the little table in between us has like it's a white tablecloth, but it's got like gold bells and angels on it. So okay. So there you go. There's a six days after Christmas picture. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But the season is still alive. I, yeah. I say with my Christmas tree. Yeah, right here. Us on January fifteenth. Indeed. Yeah, there was like a card someone had given her, and she'd probably just opened a gift. Anyways, first thing I could tell was this lady has a lot of tarot decks. So oh, okay. I think I saw seven. She used like seven or eight throughout the course oh, of this. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she just kept kind of, she kept going into different sections of a reading and being like, okay, now we're going to use this new deck. So she asked, how can I help you once we'd gotten seated? And I said, I just want to see what the new year holds for me. And she said, what sign are you? And so I was kind of hesitating because I had that thought of like, oh, I kind of want to ask you what you think I am. But okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a fair question. And as I'm thinking, she says, are you a Libra? I said, no, I'm a Leo. I got the Lee sound. And she got all excited by that. Oh, a Leo. Oh, Uh, a little Leo. That's a beautiful sign. So, okay. All right. We're off to a good start. She had a little disclaimer that she doesn't do so much predicting, Mm -hmm. but I think over time she did make some predictions. Uh, But like we were saying, you know, it's going to be more about the storytelling and just what she sees about you as a person. And yeah, and sometimes they are not specific about when things Mm -hmm. are going to happen. She made a big deal that 2024 is a dragon year. So in the oh yeah, I've heard this a lot. The Chinese zodiac. Mm-hmm. So that means it's going to be filled with opportunities and challenges. Uh, she said, "Karma, karma, karma. Lots of things happening. Lots of power struggles." And I said, "Oh well, for our nation, for sure." Mm. And she said, "Oh yeah, yeah, but you know, for everybody." You know, I forgot about this dragon year thing. I'm going to add that generally to our spreadsheet because you know we don't usually track the. Chinese, Chinese zodiac, zodiac piece of it. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. Fair. I'll look at that. So when I said for our nation, for sure, she said, oh, yeah, for my nation as well. And I said, oh, where are you from? And she's from the Ukraine. Ukraine. That's what I was going to guess. Okay. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. There's been, yeah. there's already plenty going on there. And I asked like, oh, I hope your family's okay. And she said, oh, yeah, my mom escaped two years ago. Okay. And that's okay. the only family member she mentioned. So as she starts shuffling her tarot cards she tells me that she can see that saint michael is hovering over me okay and she indicates archangel yeah archangel archangel (laughs) yeah and so she points behind me and sure enough there's a little illustration i guess of archangel gabriel okay so he's literally behind you (laughs) yes but she's also sees him spiritually floating over me keeping watch over me i mean it sounds a lot like cleopatra i'm seeing cleopatra when i look at you and there's a mural of cleopatra (laughs) behind me but okay (laughs) right well and she's chosen to adorn her room i'm assuming Mm -hmm. uh so Mm -hmm. she has that visual and there's very few named angels in the bible so they get to do a lot of work totally yeah maybe one lady angel (laughs) i know there's probably got to be all these other angels just ready to work but (laughs) it's like the smurfs nobody calls upon them Really? Again, Gabriel? Yeah, can't, right? Can't I get an assignment? Yeah, well, send Kevin in. Let me watch over somebody. <laughs> you can't handle the billions of people on the earth. So she has a really interesting way of handling the the tarot deck because we've seen psychics build little formations or like uh-huh. a little pattern or put three here, three here, three here. What she does is she has kind of like one in the center and then four big groups. 
And just as she's talking, she's just continually dealing, 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 Psychic dealing, Psychic Dorothy did dealing. this too. Okay. Just like yeah. this en- endless movement just, of cards plopping down. Yeah. It, like just beca- it was clearly just for her. She wouldn't point at anything. She okay. wouldn't be like, here's this. She was just like, bum, bum, bum. okay, you're going to, oh, I see. I see. You're going to live to 102. Oh, I see. Your okay. husband's going to such and huh. such. Yeah. But not be like, oh, because I saw this I image saw and it made me think of, of this. Okay. She could have just closed her eyes and it would have been the same effect for me that was mostly natasha but she would occasionally point to something like early on she pointed to the king of cups that fell on this deck and i'm always interested in tarot decks this was they they look kind of like traced photos of photographs of humans kind of brightly colored but otherwise i wasn't too interested in this later on i asked her what the deck was and she said it was the light seers deck so Mm. i looked it up she was correct psychic dorothy had been using the same deck for 40 years it was very beat up this is why she has to take it into the coffin also really little they were like two inches uh tall and like an inch and a half wide oh really little wow and Uh very thin paper thin didn't really want me to touch them didn't want to look at them very much look dorothy you're not gonna need them when you're dead give (laughs) them to your granddaughter she needs them your granddaughter will carry on your legacy and remember you the coffin will carry on her legacy Carrie will carry on your legacy. <laughs> Maybe if you give me your tarot cards, but she's not going to do it. <laughs> Man, my dad can give away the Red Bible. Anyways, so the King of Cups meant that there was a guy coming for me who's on the creative side. And she would speak in the manner of someone who she spoke very fluently, good English. But every now and then you'd like recognize an ordering of the words that felt like there was an idiom that didn't quite translate yeah, yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it was just kind of fun and cute. So the the guy on the creative side was going to be very romantic, which is weird because I don't know if she meant that for me. But he's going to mm-hmm. be a water sign, maybe a cancer. And I won't be your cup of tea, but he's interesting. Hmm. And I said, okay, so this is a... Oh, I think she read you as gay. You know, but later on, she definitely didn't. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that would have been my thought as well. So I was trying to like reify this and do like a firm prediction of like, okay, so there's a man coming into my life and what is he going to (laughs) do? And she said... That's when she's like, oh shit, he's not gay, not gay. And she's like... Abort, abort, (laughs) abort. Maybe. Uh, Something to do with finances. Mm, Okay. So then, uh, yeah, she's talking about decisions that I'll need to make related to finances that I'm building. I'm trying to move. Uh, There's a project, a company. There's an idea. There's something happening for you. And this... (laughs) This would be Is anything at all going well for you? This would be constant where she would just throw out something that felt like a prediction, but then just sort of modify it a bit, modify it a bit, modify it a bit. And you'd have just this like quantum wave of <laughs> eight possibilities and you could collapse that wave however you want to make it right for you. Uh, but yeah, there would be a lot of that going on. She said that I think I'm not productive, but I am. Interesting. Okay. You are productive. Do you think you're not productive? I'll call that a hit. Like, I I understand that people think of me as being a very productive person, but of course, I'm aware of all the time I'm not producing things. So I always think I could be doing more. Mm -hmm. She told me that I've been dodging bullets without even knowing that I was. Hmm. Okay. Okay. This was interesting. Someone is secretly praying for you. And I thought, well, geez, yeah, my family. Yeah. They are all. And I'm not secretly. Fair. Though, you know, I don't know about every instance of their prayer, but you're right. I'm aware of that. And the first person who came to mind was one of my sisters. And she said, a male, someone who's concerned for you, Hmm. who's praying for you. And then I thought, okay, well, my dad, I'm sure he does that. And she said, maybe it's a father, maybe it's an uncle who loves you so much. Okay. Hmm. 
Probably true. Is she waiting for you to confirm these things, or how are you responding no. to these pitches? Uh, you know, I'm... Can you even hear pitches? <laughs> I'm sometimes giving verbal assent, sometimes asking follow-up questions. But no, she will just kind of keep going on without feeling the need, okay. which will become apparent very soon. Interesting. Where she starts saying things where if she asked for feedback, I'd have to tell her she was wrong. Ah, okay. Okay, so she saw a true soulmate connection coming. Ooh. And also something to do with my living space could be relatives. And she lists all these different types of relatives, like essentially just a list of how people can be related to you. Like, <laughs> okay. uh, like you know, like a nephew or a niece or yeah. maybe an aunt uh, or an uncle yeah, or these, a yeah. or, <laughs> like, sister or uh, brother. Like, yes, those are the options. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, a second cousin, a first niece. Okay, so something related to my living space, like either I'm going to move in with somebody or they're going to move in with me, someone who I'm related okay. to. Okay. Okay, okay. All right. Chalk that down as a prediction. So as she continues to lay down the card, she says, in the next seven to eight weeks, there's going to be more clarity on someone's part. There's going to be an epiphany. Mm. And that's where she indicates. So this is you, the emperor, and this is the two of cups. I see recovering from something in your living space. So something about Mm. my living space. I don't know if that's related to the prediction of someone coming to live with me or me going to live with them. Okay. All right. So she mentions that like this particular area of the cards that she's dealing down that have fallen in this large and growing pile, she says that this is all of your work and your mission stuff. And so I say, oh, okay. And so what would this one be? And she's like, oh, this is your friends. So she's got little areas worked out. She really can't figure out your romantic life. That's exactly right. And I did take off my wedding ring Uh because, you know, I I never want to like give that one up. Yep. I usually do that too. This time I left it on. I don't even know why exactly. Well, as we saw with Chris Dufresne last year, he, well, he couldn't even see me. We were talking over the phone and he just ran roughshod assuming I had no wife and that I was waiting for this woman to come into my life because why else would I call him? (laughs) And uh, same thing with Natasha. She was ready to figure out my love life. Oh yeah. Another one of the piles was universal messages and that's also, I guess, the love life. And I mm, said, okay, okay. well, I'd like to know what love holds in the next year. Yeah. Because it could just be like, you'll keep loving your wife and she'll keep loving <laughs> right, you right, right back and things are going she's great. She's waiting for like any more hint of what your life is like and she's not getting it. Uh-huh. And she said, oh, you'll be busy, busy, busy. And I said, with work? Because I don't really think of being busy <laughs> as being relevant to relationships. And oh, I take that to mean she thinks you're single and you're going to be like seeing a lot of people. Okay. Well, I think that is what she was going for. So she said, no, in general, like, yes, you'll have new projects and old projects, but yeah, with relationships. And boy, she was really jumping around as I'm looking at my notes. Like she was also saying a lot of money would be coming for me. So don't expect her to stick with a topic, but okay. she will come back to this. Okay. Uh, so she said, maybe at work, I'll see like a sponsorship or a bonus or probably like two other synonyms for getting a windfall of money. And she also saw that like I would be moving into another dimension at work, but it could be a move to Florida, to New York, to Canada, or to Italy. Wow. That's a lot of options. Okay. Okay. Does Disney have offices in all those places? Well, definitely Florida, I would imagine. New York, definitely Canada. I don't know. Probably probably Italy. Disney, Italy. I mean, got to, right? It's like the biggest company in the world. But never did she ask and never did I tell where I work. The Walt Disney Company, Italy, formerly the Walt Disney Company, Italia, SPA. 
Okay, there we go. There we I go. could stay in my current work and maybe go to Italy. She was telling me that there's going to be a fresh start for me. Don't be afraid. Trust the environment. Uh, move whenever the opportunity comes. Sorry, <laughs> Disney Italia makes Toon Disney. If you wondered. Good to Did, know. Yes, yes. Okay, sorry, distracted. Go on. Uh, she said that I'm not in the right company or I'm not doing what I was supposed to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, so whatever I'm doing wasn't meant to be. Mm, uh, and so whatever this okay. new thing is, it doesn't have to be the same work that I've been doing up Oh, to this okay. Point. Well, then forget all that Italy stuff. Okay, right? okay, or Disney stuff rather. Got or it. it could be a different role within okay. the Disney empire. Okay. So I wanted to narrow this down. I said, do you see this in the first half of the year or the second half? And she said, oh, it's going to be soon. And she looks at another card, April. Okay. And she'd occasionally do that. Like, oh, you asked me for something. Let's flip over two more cards. Here's your answer. Okay, okay. So you saw something in there. April. Okay. So that's when the job change happens. Yeah. April. Okay. Big job change. Yes. That could involve me moving to Florida or New York or Canada okay, or Italy. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to look at relationships specifically. So she said that there was a relationship from the past that I had that was supposed to be. Okay. And I have a very limited dating life. Oh, right. Yeah. You met your wife so young. Right. So I was like, um, Nikki? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, who would that be? But okay. Um, Nikki's your girlfriend from when you were like really little? Like 17. Okay. That 17. Was, okay. Like really the only significant relationship I had before, before Cara. my, my okay. wife. Yeah. So she said, it didn't work out and I'm seeing like disappointment. You're not feeling appreciated. I see so much pain, but don't worry. It'll be released. I'm seeing like three to four months and there might be a work connection where like I meet someone through work. I oh, guess. okay. But I did ask, do you see a romantic relationship connected to work? And she said, yes. And it's someone who is, who's coming up, someone victorious. Okay. Someone coming up at work, someone victorious. Okay. And so I said, do you see that in the first half of the year? Because, you know, supposedly I'm moving out of the country. Right. Or the other side of it. She flips over a few more cards, but I don't think she gave me an exact prediction on that like the timing of it. Um, but she said more about me. I'm so sensitive. I'm so vulnerable. If you don't receive what you need, it hurts you. And you're gonna, you're just going to have to take life easier. You're going to have a heart attack. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that counts as a prediction, but <laughs> I guess if I have a heart attack this year, yeah, that would be notable. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's add that. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this is where she... I feel like some of this is contradictory, but this is where she's telling me now that like, I need to not be so attached to people I'm dating and not look for a serious relationship. I should just be having a lot of casual dating. Observe. Uh, don't get all disappointed if it doesn't work out. Protect your heart. So vulnerable, she says. Mm, okay. She'll come back to relationships, but she says, I see something with graphic design. Mm. There's a hobby. You're so creative. It felt less jumbled in the moment than it's coming across now, but she moved really quickly with all of this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so she did go back to the relationship advice. So don't claim anyone right away. Remain neutral and wait for someone to tell you how much they love or value you. Mm. And then you can open your heart and trust them. Interesting. Okay, so don't be the pursuer. Yeah, or or just like don't take it. Like go ahead and date, do it, but have just a lot of, and she said not like a one night stand or anything, but you know, just have a lot of relationships. Okay. And don't expect them to go anywhere. And I, and I told her like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not really the uh, casual relationship kind of person that's not oh, my huh. thing and she's like oh i know i know i saw that right here of course of course uh so then she said well did you want me to check on a particular relationship like at work or with your family 
And I thought, well, it'd be awkward now to tell her I have a wife. So <laughs> I said, well, maybe with my son. And she said, is he giving you a hard time? <laughs> and as I was getting ready to answer that, she said, he's young, yes. Which, uh, obvious read, you know, because I look like I would have a younger son. And I said, well, not so much. Uh, and she said, oh, he's older? Is he 19? <laughs> I said, he's 22. She's like, oh, still a baby then. <laughs> What's his sign? And again, she, while I'm getting ready to answer that, she ventures Aries, Pisces. <laughs> Neither of those are correct. I got a C's. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off for a second on saying what his birth date is, but I told her his birth date. Okay. And she said, oh, congratulations, my dear. You've got a cancer. Okay, cancer. Mm. And what is his name? I said, Andrew or Drew. So she starts putting down more cards and she says, now cancers, they aren't fighters. Now, Carrie is a cancer. So all of this should, ap- all of this should apply to you equally as well as to my son as she's reading him. Um, she said, you can't expect cancers to do anything. They live in a bubble. They're very sensitive. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Can't expect them to do anything. Okay. She'll get into this, but like they're very lazy. Oh, <laughs> wow. Rude. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she said, okay, well, he just doesn't have the stamina. He's a loving, caring person, and he will be a good father and a good lover. But you need to put him in a position and say, this is what you'll do. Like he won't go out there and find it for himself. You need to set it up for him. Wow. And then he'll be a good worker. Uh, He also needs something creative. Okay. She sees uh, an offer coming to him from a gentleman having to do with real estate. So I think Mm. we can put that down as a prediction that, uh, uh, so also apparently I need to invest money for him while he's young. That's like, okay, he's 22, but okay. And that he needs a home provided and, you know, it could be anything. It could be, she said, a bungalow made of hay. <laughs> that sounds nice. Yeah, he just needs a home provided for him. Well, wouldn't that be nice? Anyway, so he's a lazy little kid, and uh, <laughs> he just needs to get out of his bubble and do something. So then she starts telling a little bit of her own storytelling, and she said, well, I also know an Andrew who's a cancer, and uh, he's a June 28th friend, and he's 60. Oh, he's so lazy. They just, they don't work, the cancers. Oh, wow. <laughs> thinking, okay. Yeah, that doesn't match up for Carrie. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I work hard. And uh, he wanted to date me, this 60-year-old Andrew. Oh. And she said, but you have to work. And, you know, honestly, I didn't want to date him anyway. She's telling me. He's a lazy fuck. But he got, he'd constantly get depression, and uh, he just like... <laughs> He'd hang out at Starbucks and, you know, I would invite him to. Oh, I hope he's the Starbucks guy from before. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would be hilarious. Like the next psychic who just took off his shift. Probably because he's lazy. Yeah. No, I I think a different guy. But she said, you know, like I invited him to dinner as a friend and I was trying to set him up with a work connection. Like, hey, meet this guy. He's got an idea that you might be a good match for. And he didn't even show up. And I told him, Andrew, you're a hopeless case. And then she told me this other story about him going to visit his German dad in Ohio and that the dad threatened to shoot him. Oh, my God. The dad was like in his 90s and he threatened to shoot his 60-year-old son, Andrew the Cancer, because he wasn't making anything of his life. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Wild of true. Wild of true. Yeah, and a very interesting story that I'm getting I I was just thinking, like, why are these psychics, they need to go to, like, storytelling shows or something if these are the things they want to do with their time. Clearly, they need to get something off their chest. (laughs) So I said, okay, well, how do I keep my son from matching this description that you're painting? (laughs) 
And she said, well, he just needs space to dream. And you need to stop being so hard on him. Help him find a job. Okay. I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm always trying to find the balance between, because partly this is resonating. I'm thinking, yeah, he needs to be doing more. He sits in his room for long hours, watches video game videos. Hangs out with his friends on Discord. So she was saying, you know, like, get applications and say, let's do this together. Okay. Sure, sure. Uh, Often good advice for a 22-year-old, but yes. She's like, well, don't tell him that you're a lazy bum. Well, or maybe do, but in a joking way. (laughs) Because clearly she does that with everybody in her life. And she said he needs like a father figure in his life. You won't be the only father in his life. You know, I'm thinking like. I just took offense. I'm kind of the father figure, but (laughs) you know, there's apparently more that he'll get. Okay. And another thing about cancers apparently is that everything they decide is based on feeling. So, uh, Mm. you know, I shouldn't try to talk to him rationally about, Mm. you know, this is what you need for your life, but rather like, don't you think you'll feel better if you blah, 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 Mm. which sounds like every manipulative person I've ever met in my life. Trying to say, don't you think you'd feel better if you blah, 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 and they project their own feelings on you? Mm-hmm. I will never speak that way to anyone, let alone my son. She even made a note here. She said, he's not a Gemini. And I, I can't remember what that was attached to, but I made note of it because she said, he's not a Gemini. Keep that in mind. Okay. I feel a pattern is being set up for me. Indeed, yes. Just we, pay we, attention we to these breadcrumbs. We shall see where it goes. Uh, she was also warning me that cancers can be driven to do drugs if... They're okay. kind of mishandled or not given what they need in a, in a relationship. And I said, well, didn't really suspect him of that, but okay. Yeah, don't, definitely don't want to drive him to do drugs. <laughs> and she said, okay, well, let me look at relationships more. So you're looking for a new relationship? And I just kind of hem and say, I don't have anyone in mind right now, but I'm interested in what you see. <laughs> trying to be neutral about right, this. Right, like, right, but honest. Keep going. But yeah, yeah this yeah. is not the time to tell you actually. Right. I have a wife of 23 years. Right. I'm in a monogamous marriage. So she looked at my past and my future and said that this is a new deck, by the way, that she's shuffling. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is deck number two. And not only did I look this deck up, but I bought it. Okay. So I think you're going to find it very entertaining. Okay. So she kind of apologizes in advance, but she said, this deck is uh, you know, a little explicit. I hope that's okay. But she starts laying down these cards all over the table. Oh, well, boobs. Okay. Oh, two women filleting a man. Uh, okay. Guy using a whip on a woman. Two hot ladies, boobs out. Uh, guy looking at ladies, boobs. She's tied up. Uh, okay. Uh, lady... Huge tits uh, pouring water. Um, <laughs> uh, pan like character holding a huge dildo. Um, okay, uh, man sitting in woman's lap. They're making out. Man and woman in bondage with baby. You get the Looking idea. <laughs> moving on. Man kissing woman. Oh wow! Man giving woman hand job. Very explicit. Uh, man sucking woman's thumb while she thinks about how her friend's drowning behind her. (laughs) Um, Guy making out with woman. Guy holding woman's boob. 
how does she even interpret different things from this? She's like, oh, in this one, she's motorboating him. But in the other one, she's plating him. That's yeah. really different. So this is the tarot of sexual magic. Okay. And wow. Yeah, this is how she went in depth Horny. on relationships. Oh, yeah. Okay. Swing sex. Yeah. So she kind of apologized cool. for it for a second and just wanted to make sure that I wasn't uh, scandalized by the images. But I, I was like, hey, I like this deck. This is fun. <laughs> now, I got to say, there's no like explicit, like you can't see any penises or vulvas in this. They're all kind of tastefully covered up, but lots of, of exposed boobs. breasts. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of phallic imagery, but you're right. They're not actual peni. Actual peni. <laughs> There, uh, a lot of dildos and things. So, uh, okay, this is interesting. Wow. She's like kind of indicating certain cards. I'm looking around. Oh, wow. All right. That's that's a sex act. Oh, interesting. Okay. And now, and these are all uh, heteronormative. It's all yes. um, man, woman, or... For that deck. Oh, you know what? There was one of two women, couple... but they're just kind of hanging out. They're yeah. just like hot and hanging out nude. It's at least mostly heteronormative. Yeah. There might be an exception here or there. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> what a deck, really right? Really something. I was like, yes. I gotta have these. Yeah, these are great. These these are these are great. <laughs> these are great. <laughs> Ew, except for this one. She's killing a pig. What the hell? Boo. I don't like she's, she's like got a big knife. She's wrangling it. No, I think that's its tusk she's oh, holding on to. Okay. Oh, okay. She's like trying to ride it. Oh, Hopefully it's, it's not a bestiality, bestiality thing. thing. I wonder that. This is called strength or the force. Interesting. I don't know. Okay. She's go wrangling on. a she boar. She's suggesting that sometimes people come from the past. I think maybe she's still kind of holding on to this idea that I might have an old flame that's going to rekindle. Oh, right. Uh-huh. And oh, she can just see, again, flipping over these cards of these various sex acts. I'm like, oh, oh these are interesting cards. <laughs> she can see that I've been so disappointed and I just, I need to forgive. And I said, oh, I don't have any hard feelings. <laughs> she's like, why are you here? She said, well, good for you. But well, maybe you hurt this them because i see a lot of pain i see heartache coming through and and so then she clarifies i'm not saying that you're attracted to the wrong girls and then i don't really react so she paused boys i said you blink again yeah yeah keep trying i said uh, yeah girls and she said okay well there's someone who misses you a lot she was your soulmate and there's a lot of pain maybe she's in pain Mm -hmm. if you're not but Again, this whole thing, you should just start dating people for the sake of dating, not expecting anything. Yeah, so I guess whatever big change in my relationship life isn't immediate because she sees me just casually dating for a while. Okay, Um, in Canada, Italy, Florida, or maybe here. She'll mention some other places too. New York. Yeah, that was one. So, So nothing permanent. She said, I could be wrong. Don't take it too seriously. But I feel like one girl will attract another girl. Somehow mm. I'll have this like, uh, I don't know, rebounding energy of one uh-huh. girl leading to another. I can't imagine this life for me. <laughs> but eventually you'll attract another soulmate. She said it was better to have two night stands. What's that? How's that different from a one night stand? It's where you have sex. Two nights in a row. Okay, she says, but it's it should be with someone you know, not like a random person. Mm. Uh, but but a real soul connection is going to take a while. Okay. She kind of said in that same thought, like you've been through so many souls, 
And I took that as like me having dated so many people uh-huh. yeah. rather than me having like lived past lives or anything. So I thought that was a solid miss. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just, I have been thinking about something the entire time. Mm-hmm. I know that these psychic predictions are so important, but what if one of these psychics wanted to get other people to come and visit them and they wanted to be able to have a space, a place mm-hmm. on the World Wide Web that just said, here I am, world, come and see me. Here's my correct phone number. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> here are my hours. They are specific <laughs> and I follow them. How could a person like that create an internet presence? Oh, I got you covered, Carrie. Let me tell you, that space can be square. In fact, it should mm. be square space. Ah. Uh why I didn't think of that. Like we talk about this almost every time we record how much we love Squarespace, but I keep forgetting. Okay, but go on. What were you going to say? Well, I mean, psychics probably already know about Squarespace, but not everybody is psychic. And they may not know that every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. I certainly didn't know that because I'm not psychic, Mm -hmm. but I did know that Squarespace extensions allow you to connect your store to vetted third-party tools to extend the functionality of your website. Vetted. They're vetted. People have looked at this. Someone looked. Yeah. Yes. And with Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. So start with a best-in-class website template and then customize your design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Reimagined? Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm going to head to Squarespace dot com slash oh no for a free trial and when i'm ready to launch i'm going to use this offer code right here oh no o-h-n-o to save 10 percent off my first purchase of a website or domain squarespace don't worry psychics aren't psychic either <laughs> but hey carrie all this talk about websites has made me real hungry that's what happens that's what happens you got any recommendations i'm at work i gotta work late tonight i don't have time to go anywhere what should i do oh yeah I sincerely just noticed your background. You really are at work, aren't you? Yes, I am. Well, I think you could skip the grocery stores, skip the prep work, skip the cooking fatigue, and get chef-crafted meals delivered right to your door with Factors ready-to-eat meal delivery. Oh, man, I would love to forget the frantic lunch preparations and the rush dinners. Mm. I don't know. How long does it take to prepare one of these factor meals? It's funny you should ask. I think all of them are about two minutes in the microwave and they're all really good. Yeah. You know what? I'm kidding around. I'm pretending like I don't know factor. (laughs) I have eaten factor (laughs) meals and they are delicious. And not only are they delicious, I was just going to say they look healthy. I I, Mm -hmm. I assume they also are healthy, but you know, like they're the kind of thing where you're like, oh, wow, if I had the time and the wherewithal to gather healthy food and put it together in something tasty, it would be this. And they did it for me. I bet it would look like this. Yeah. Oh, I I don't remember what it was called, but I had one with with mushrooms and polenta and um, Mm. green beans. And yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, I remember that one. They're legit really good for a, a meal that you can make in two minutes. So Factor now offers loads of snack options like breakfast, smoothies, juices, snacks, and there's more to keep you going no matter what's on your schedule. 
And when things are hectic, Factor is flexible. You can change your order up every week. So there are plans from four to 18 meals per week, or you can pause it if you don't need them for a while, you're going on vacation or something. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I can't wait for my next Factor box to come. Yeah, we've both got more Factor meals coming. And uh, yeah, yeah, I always keep one in the fridge at work because there are times where it's just like, I can't go anywhere, do anything, but I got a great meal waiting for me. Ross and I are picky. And we love Factor. <laughs> so head to factormeals.com slash ono50 and use the code ono50 to get 50% off. That's code ono5050 at factormeals.com slash ono50 to get 50% off. That's crazy. It's pretty good. That's a lot off. That's, that's pretty dang That's like good. half. It's, that's approaching half. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, six of one, half a dozen of the other. <laughs> Factor. It's good. And hey, while you're at it, check out this Max Fun show. It'll change your life. It could save your life. From the twisted minds that brought you the Adventure Zone, Balance and Amnesty and Graduation and Ether Sea and Steeplechase and Ultra Space and all the other ones. The McElroy brothers and dad are proud to reveal a bold vision for the future of actual play podcasting. It's, um... It's called The Adventure Zone versus Dracula? Yeah, we're gonna kill Dracula's ass. We're gonna, well, we're gonna attempt... We haven't recorded all of it yet. We will attempt to kill Dracula's ass. The Adventure Zone versus Dracula. Yes, a season I will be running uh, using the D&D 5th edition uh, rule set. And there's two episodes out for you to listen to right now. We hope you will join us. Same bat time, same bat channel. For and bats. I see what you did there. Okay, so then we were already 40 minutes into a half hour reading. That's oh, what wow. That's what I signed up for. Yeah. The intercom turns on in the little room. So the voice of uh, the guy who had originally scheduled this comes across and says, Natasha, you have uh, line two for 15, meaning a 15 minute reading. She says, thank you, dear. So I'm all ready for her to wrap up. Mm-hmm. And she just keeps going. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm nervous. Like, I want this to wrap up because I'm feeling the pressure of uh, the person yeah, on yeah, line totally. two waiting for her. The third party. And so she just keeps going. So <laughs> so you have to fly. You have to go places. And she points to the Ace of Cups, which is somewhere down in there. She says, you are fundamentally damaged. Whoa. Yeah, ouch. Again, relationship <laughs> related. She said, maybe you don't even feel it. But one of you lost face. Like, oh, probably in, lost faith. Maybe. Okay. And I tried to clarify, like, in the relationship, me and this important soulmate from the past, I'm guessing that's how I read this, mm-hmm. that one of us lost face. And I said, oh, meaning, like, serious embarrassment? Yeah, yeah, dignity? No, no, no. In the relationship, there was no reciprocity. You need someone who will love you unconditionally. So, okay. I don't know, maybe she had some different understanding of what that means. And she said, maybe next year. Uh, but stop being so rigid. You're so rigid. Uh, she said, eventually I will have a marriage, but it certainly didn't sound like okay. this next year. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it's a, like big mess. And that relationship will have something to do with a different country. So either she's from a different country or you will be working in a, another country. And I thought, well, you know, according to what you yeah, just told 10 me, ago? yeah, there's a good chance unless it's Florida and New York, I guess. So this has been going on for a while. And so another call comes like 45 minutes into the session saying, Natasha, <laughs> line two for 15. She said, yeah, honey, I got it. <laughs> what? And so, yeah, I'm like feeling so nervous. And she's talking more about this lady that I'll eventually end up with. Yeah, she's going to be so sweet, so kind, so beautiful. Uh, another cancer. 
It's like your karma, just like your boy. There's going to be the female version of this. So nurturing. Another lazy fuck <laughs> addicted to drugs. Shiftless good for nothing. Who cannot get their <laughs> life together <laughs> and apply for a job. Who I have to restrain with all my effort from falling into <laughs> drug addiction. Exactly. That's what I need in my life. <laughs> Uh, she also warns me that cancers don't forget anything so be careful okay every single fight every single hurt will be remembered i'm thinking oh this sounds like a great great relationship (laughs) okay so after this discourse then she jumps on the phone i think there's another reminder like hey you need to you need to answer this person listen asshole and so she hops on the phone and speaks to someone named Laura and says, oh, I'm so sorry to keep you waiting, dear. Uh, don't worry. I'll give you the full time, even more. Can you just call back in like two to three minutes? What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what is she, Psychic Dorothy? I'm still there. Okay. <laughs> and she Boy, said, read the room. And she said, if not, just call back and maybe uh, find some other psychic. Oh, my God. <laughs> she doesn't say it that way, but it's uh, like, yeah, you know, maybe someone else. And, you know, this is December 31st. People are trying to get in like before yeah, the end of the day. Yeah. I just need to finish with this gentleman. Okay. So she comes back to me and said, don't worry. She'll call back in five minutes. Like you just told her two to three. <laughs> Time is very fluid for Natasha. Time doesn't exist. So she sits back down with me and says, how long do we have? And I what? said, it was just half an hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> you feel like I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you've, you've done your you've work. You've actually overstayed your welcome. Okay, but one more question, my dear, in regards to your work. So she pulls out another deck and starts shuffling oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's doing the little bridge shovel. And <sighs> and this one, uh, when she starts turning it over, is like the traditional Rider Waite or Waite Smith uh, tarot design. But each card has like a border around that most common design. Mm-hmm. And it's got additional info and star signs and charts and numbers to work with. And so I ask her, I'm curious, what sign are you? Because she's been saying a lot about Leos and a lot about Cancers. And she said, Scorpio. But I'm a mellow Scorpio. I'm an October oh. Scorpio. Okay. So I was like, oh, phew, that, told, yeah. <laughs> that tells me a lot. Scorpios are notorious. She That's was, the one that people always pick on because, you know, it's like the the animal people. The scorpion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it has that. Evil or whatever. Yeah, well, and also the word cancer is so laden. I don't know why cancer doesn't have that reputation. Okay, it doesn't. I, yeah, no, no. Whenever I say I'm a cancer, people are like, oh, you guys are so creative and you're moon children, you're flower children, stuff okay. like that. okay. But never like, oh, you're a malignant disease. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Seems like the most obvious thing I could be okay. with the word cancer. Okay. But well, no. good to know that's not a connection they make. I was slightly curious because she had just been saying that I would end up with a cancer. And and I'll say, I felt like she was... Maybe you'll get cancer. She, <laughs> she was a, a little coquettish, a little flirtatious. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, was the reading I was oh, getting from okay. her. Oh, okay. So you're like, maybe she's going to say, I'm uh, a cancer. Yeah, like, are you are you one of my <laughs> uh, future relationships? <laughs> I don't have to take my next call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, now the sex cards are starting to make sense. She's like, do you like these? Right. <laughs> you're right you're right a man just, fucking a woman do you like these it, it does you just do. seem okay, a little strange in this intimate of a space <laughs> to be like here let me pull out all these boobies and like nudie pics <laughs> so she said uh, i see most likely you're going to be working with a family member and uh hmm. and this water sign guy that we already saw like at the beginning of the reading so he's either related to you or maybe to someone in your family You're not working with your son. And I said, not that I'm planning. So then she said, you'll move to New York. 
Okay, we just narrowed that one okay. down. Okay. Next two months. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, you think I would tell Carrie Whoa. that I'm moving to New York in two months. Yeah, okay. It's the first time hearing of, hearing of this. And uh, maybe I'll like take a class or learn from a master there. Okay. The cards are saying by May, you'll be happy that you've done it. Ooh, three hard months. Okay. Mm-hmm. Might have to change everything about your work. Yeah, I know. This is going to be rough to break to my boss. and. Uh, yeah, you have to move to New York. For podcasting. Yeah. Meet. A foreign woman. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, lots happening coming uh, not, soon. Well, I'm going to date. I'm just going to be dating a bunch of random women, but right, yeah. Right, but eventually. And she said she sees money, investments, real estate. I mean, I don't see myself working in real estate ever. Yeah, yeah, oh. that would be a surprise. She says, and then you're going to be moving a lot far away. And then she says, New Zealand. Oh, wow. And again, she's just throwing new cards out as she's talking. So presumably she's seeing something in the cards that are giving all this as she verbally scats. Yeah. New York, New Zealand. So it's, yeah. Okay. At yeah. least those two. Okay. Any more news? Uh, let's see. She tells me to either ask for a promotion or a transfer. Like it doesn't have to be leaving my current job. Okay. But maybe just like a new role within that job. She really wants to get you out of LA. So so she's repeating on these themes and telling me that I need to ask for support and mentorship and then may come from an old friend. But then the intercom goes off again. And this time it's the lady who'd been kind of brusque with me at the beginning. And she sounds pretty the fed greeter. up. The greeter. Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> greeter, yeah. It hasn't been working with the the other guy trying to get her attention. And she says, line two for you. So finally, Natasha says, okay, I've got to take this. And so I get up and I say like, okay, well, thanks so much. Like, how do I pay you? And she said, well, here it's with cash, dear, uh, but you could pay with credit card up at the front. And I say, okay, well, how much? And she says, well, 30 minutes, uh, they raised the price recently, so it's $35. Oh, okay. And I'm thinking, well, feels like a steal of a deal. Yeah, that's not bad. Like a dollar a minute. And so I say, okay, well, I've got 40 because I've only got like 20s to, to match the amount. And so I put that on the table and she says, okay, well, um, shoot, I only have tens here, but I can get you changed. We can go to the front. I said, oh, no, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking in my mind, we've gone way over at this point. She said, okay, well, I'm going to take this call, but but here, go sit over here. And she has this like switch places. She wants me to sit in her chair. And she says, think of two wishes that you'd like to make. You had to make two wishes too? Yeah, I know. You said that. I was like, what's up with the two wishes? All right, so I'm sitting over where she was sitting before, and I'm watching her. She puts on the little headset. It looks like she's in a call service center. She's got a little Brittany mic in front of her mouth. I'm So I'm trying to think of my wishes that I'm going to talk to her about when she's done <laughs> after this 15-minute talk with Laura. And as she's talking to Laura, she pulls out yet another deck, another erotic <laughs> deck. What the hell? <laughs> This artist is Milo Manara, who I have definitely heard of before. And yeah, this is the Manara Erotic Tarot. Okay. And so she's talking to this lady and I'm just listening to her read Lara while she's kind of like occasionally looking up at me and either like rolling her eyes like, can you believe this lady? <laughs> <laughs> and while she's shuffling these even more sexually explicit images onto the table between us. This is incredible. <laughs> I really like this one. We have a, a hot lady just like... Stroking the crotch, stroking of, the a crotch of a clothed, a shy suited man, man she's sitting with on a bench. She's taking his bowler hat and she's rubbing his crotch. Man. She's wearing a very short dress. These are crazy. <laughs> the other one has 
more sophisticated artwork. Oh, this guy was like really popular for a long time. Okay. I mean, these are really fun. These are really pop arty. But the, this one, you actually see, you know, penetration and penises and exposed vulva. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So the. Oh, that's a butt. <laughs> yeah. So but, she's but, boob, doing the same but, thing but, where. Boob, boob, boob. <laughs> She'll just keep dealing out the cards as she's talking. And every now and then she'll sort of stop and confuse, maybe go back or deal two fresh cards to get a, you know, an insight. So it seems like she is using the cards as a tool. Uh-huh. She's responding to something in them. And and I'm looking at other decks that are on the table. And I'm like looking them up on my phone, trying to figure out which deck is which. because I have time to research because <laughs> she's talking to this person on the phone. And so as she's talking to this woman. I keep hearing her talk about like this guy in her life. And she'll say things like, oh, yeah, well, he'll be helping you move. And, oh, well, yeah, he's lying. He's always lying. He just oh. full of lies. Oh, I hope that's right. And then she says, like, oh, yes, sign the contract. I'm like, what, what contract? Oh. Like, what are you telling her to do? <laughs> and then she says, yeah, there's something wrong with him psychologically. He's a mental case. Whoa. <laughs> like, what, what is this conversation? What are about? you weighing in on here? And should you be? Probably not. I'm only hearing half of this. Uh, apparently this uh, psychologically damaged mental case who is always lying will keep trying to get Lara back, especially around March. Okay. Uh, I have no way of checking in with her later. Sure. I have no idea how this is going to go. She talks about another woman in the picture for a while. And then she talks, I assume, about the same guy that she's saying all the mean things about. She says that he can be abusive and there's a viciousness to him. Okay. But the sex is good. Oh, okay. 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 Uh. Poor Laura. And at some point she asks her, what sign is he? Oh, that's good because I see someone else for you. Okay. So then she mentions that there's going to be a man that she meets who's older than her, maybe 10 to 12 years older, and you're not going to be attracted to him, but give him some time because he will give you stability. He's reliable. Okay. I don't know how to say this word, but he's he's a hot fellow. Okay. He's a very hot man, which is weird because <laughs> saying that you won't be attracted to him. Okay. All right. And you'll have a hard time because you're damaged. <laughs> so she tells Laura that <laughs> okay. she's damaged too. Okay. That must have lifted a little bit of weight off of you. Yeah. Okay, at least I'm not the only damaged person here. She sees us all as damaged. So the caller gets her full 15 minutes, 20 minutes in fact. And I'm just sitting there the whole time, like researching tarot decks on my phone and taking notes. And she she gets off the phone. She has us switch seats again. So I'm back where I was before. And she says, ah, sorry. How can I help you, dear? (laughs) What? You asked me to stick around. What? I put the money on the table. It's there. We're all paid up. Is it like she doesn't know who you are? No. 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 It's just okay. like, what What more would you like? And I said, okay, well, uh, you, you asked me to think of some wishes. And she looks back at me blankly and says, hmm, wishes? What? <laughs> like she has no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. Yeah, she doesn't even remember having told me to come up with these wishes. Good Lord. I'm ready with them. Good Lord. She, she doesn't ask for them. And she said, oh, how much time do we have left? Oh, my God. I said, well, I mean, it's 547. She said, okay, we have time. We don't close till six. And I'm thinking, you're not going to respect the six o'clock closing time. <laughs> so so I said, well, I was thinking one wish for the new year would be to, and she's like, no, 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 no. Don't tell me. Let's let's talk about your son. He's, what? he's June 20th. And I said, June 15th. 
And she said, oh, so he's a Gemini, Uh which is weird. I had to look this up later because I don't have these internalized. But the 20th is also still a Gemini. So I don't Uh know what she was thinking. Maybe she was just immediately confusing him with her other Andrew friend who's a cancer. Yeah, okay. I feel bad like putting her in this awkward situation where she's given all this long reading. Yes, of how he's such a shit because he's a cancer. (laughs) Extrapolated, spent, you know, 15 plus minutes talking about my son having the wrong sign. And she said... Okay, well, he may have some water in his life. You know, they're right on the cusp. (laughs) So it's okay. We're we're adjacent. And she said, you know, even if he's a Gemini, you still uh, need to show him the way. He can still accomplish more. But yeah, she doesn't say, I take back everything I said about your son being a lazy good for nothing. (laughs) Right. Having a drug, potential drug problem. (laughs) Right. And she said, you know what? It's actually better to be a Gemini. They're, They're a bit cooler but he feels more loving and caring. Is he this way? So I said, well, yeah, he is loving and caring. So she interrupts me in the middle of this and says, you look like a younger brother of Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this woman? What is her deal? Uh, I said, oh, okay, I'll, I'll take it. And she said, that's so sweet. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is a huge star, but I like the brother. What? And I said, this came to my brain in just the right moment. I said, Donnie? Because <laughs> I know there's a Donnie Wahlberg. I couldn't remember what he looks like. But she said, yeah, he looks like you and you look like him. <laughs> is this woman hitting on you? He seems like more of a quiet man than his brother, who's all busy, busy, busy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it kind of felt, it felt very flirtatious. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Apparently she has some clients and she knows through the grapevine that he is a nice guy. Okay. (laughs) What on earth? So what do you think she does? She pulls out a new deck and starts shuffling it. it, Is it erotic? No, this one, I mean, it has like pretty people. um, But yeah, this is the um, Tarot de la Nuit. Yeah, the Tarot of the Night. And so, yeah, it has nice illustrations on it. But, yeah, it's not explicit. Okay. (laughs) But she's shuffling this one. I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. So I I say, you work with so many decks. Yeah. And she says, oh, yeah, I have thousands. I love them. And I said, I have a collection at home, too, but nothing compared to this. And now having bought these new decks, I'm at uh, 12, I've counted. Okay. If you include two Oracle decks. Okay. I don't mention how uh, my wife can't stand that I just keep accumulating new tarot <laughs> decks. But she says... Oh, yeah. She tried to get you away from your wife right away. Right, right. She's like, oh, this? This is nothing. I used oh. to burn them. What? Why? Her tarot decks. Why? To expel the energies or something. And she's like, yeah, I used to do it. And, you know, it's fine in my country. But here in this country, you get in trouble for this. I almost burnt down my house. Oh, that's what you mean by trouble. Yeah, yeah. We don't like it when you burn down your house. That's true. She's like, yeah, I don't. We hate that here. (laughs) But she says, yeah, I don't burn them anymore. Oh, good. But she's very excited. Oh, you do tarot. That's beautiful. Do you read for yourself? And I said, well, I'm, I'm no expert. And she said, oh, we all are. Just read the guides. All of the decks have a different motive. Like, I love this one. And she holds up the one she was just using on the phone, the Milo Manara deck Mm -hmm. with all the erotic illustrations. 
illustrations. And she says, for me, sure, it seems like it's on the sexual side, but for me, it's not. It's just, it's the truth. And like, if I suspect someone's cheating, uh-huh. I use this deck because uh, it will tell me sure, the truth. Sure, sexual, okay. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can see exactly what's going on in more detail than she would with oh, yeah, another she's, deck. She's like, oh, they are cheating on you. In fact, they're cheating on you with another man oh. and a woman and a goat-shaped <laughs> object. And-, and he's finger-banging her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So she starts flipping over this new deck of cards and says, you're going too slow. You need to start like moving mountains. Mm. Someone in my work life is going to suggest a new partnership. And I don't have to wait passively for this to happen. It's the year of the dragon. So I need to be aggressive. No sleeping mode. Okay. I need to spread the news that I'm not quitting. I'm just looking for more money and some change. Okay. Not like money change, but change of position. So stay attuned to who's hiring. Again, it might be in New York. And uh, you know what? Maybe you'll end up working on Wall Street. And I thought, I'll never work up. That's not what's going to happen. I'll never end up working on Wall Street. That's not going to happen. Not at all. Why would you? Uh, So I can already say that one is false, unless it's magically true. So at this point, I said, oh, very interesting. Well, thank you so much. And happy (laughs) year. Like, we wrap it up. I would like to leave. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's six o'clock. And I'm worried about, like, the stores closing hours. You know, I don't want the greeter to come in and (laughs) bounce me. Yeah, the greeter's mean. So we wish each other a happy new year. She bids farewell to me and calls me Donnie Wahlberg. (laughs) (laughs) And all told, I was there for an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so much for the half hour reading. Wow. These psychics really have a lot of time. So I got my money's worth. You paid 180. 80. For well, for many hours worth of texting. <laughs> oh yeah, and her stories, and then two hours worth of a little under two hours worth of stories about her life, okay. and okay. five or six predictions about mine. Okay, but minute for minute, I got a steel deal here. Forty bucks, definitely, definitely, and it sounds like a life partner. <laughs> but yes, it sounds like you're in love with this woman. That is correct. Wow. Okay, you'll put that all on the spreadsheet? Yeah. Okay, We'll track those predictions. Here's what we do. For the course of the year, we look at these predictions, we see how they match up with our lives, and then at the end of the year, we will go back and we will look at the predictions for ourselves, for the world, and we'll see how well did these psychics do. But in the meantime, between making our spreadsheet and then following up, we don't think about them. No, we forget entirely, which is kind of the beauty of it, because then we'll come back and I am not concerned about, like, I guess there's a world in which you stay too plugged into the spreadsheet, yeah, and then you start to, like, organize your life around the expectation. Self-fulfilling prophecies. Yeah, Yeah, even if you're trying to, like... freaking forget. Yeah, we're not trying to avoid making them come true either. Right. Hey, if I move to New York in two months... So be it. You know what? Maybe I will remember that one. But. Maybe. I find that I often don't. I will think mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a big one. I'll remember that. And then I don't really. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm sure we'll get, we'll get uh, messages from listeners like, hey, you moved to New York. Remember? Oh, yeah. Remember? If you do that, yes. The psychic? Absolutely. Well, hopefully you enjoyed that, that journey through the psychic shops. Yes. I hope that my cats 
get along though. I hope mm-hmm. that psychics aren't real so that my cats get along, but I hope that psychics are real so that I have a number one book, but I hope that psychics aren't real so that you don't move to New York, <laughs> but yeah. I hope that psychics are real so I live to 102. Yeah, and I hope they aren't real so my wife doesn't get pissed at all these new dates that I'm on, Yeah, but I hope they are real. So that Drew gets a huge movie contract with lots of zeros in April to June. <laughs> There we go. Uh, so, boy, pluses and minuses to these predictions. Yeah. Or maybe the world is just random and the only influence we have is our own actions. We'll see. Maybe the fate is not in our stars, but in ourselves. Maybe, maybe not. Okay, well, we will find out as we do every year, uh, 2023. I would say didn't pan out in the psychic's favor. No. So we'll give them another shot, though. Again, one. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, all right, we'll give them another shake, though. You know what? It's interesting that all these psychics are worried about AI creeping up because Mm. AI won the last psychic competition. Yeah. Oh, one of many jobs AI threatens to displace. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's it for our show. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. You can support this and all our investigations by going to MaximumFun.org forward slash join. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much to everybody who does support us. It means the world. You make the show possible, so you should feel proud of that. Mm-hmm. You should sit a little taller in your seat. Yeah. And this is our 400th episode. Thank wow. you to everyone who's been with us for 400, 400. episodes. That's over 399 episodes. <laughs> That's a lot of listening. That's and so uh, much. I'm always super impressed when people write us and tell us that they've listened to the whole back catalog, yes. sometimes in a matter of weeks. And I don't know what that means or how that happens. Yeah. So that's a lot of us talking. That's so much. Even when we talk really fast when we're on 2x speed on your podcast listener. Mm-hmm. 400, yeah. Ross. Yeah. We've done this 400 times. You know, podcasting is uh, not easy work. No. Uh, I was just recently reading the uh, McElroy brothers wrote a book called Everyone Has a Podcast Except You <laughs> and uh, had a lot of good recommendation on starting it. But one of the chief pieces of recommendation that we always give people is pick something that's a broad enough topic that you can expound on it for 400 plus episodes. Uh, but also pick something that you care about enough that you'll yeah. maintain that passion for. You're going to be the juice. Exactly. So advice to future podcasters and a nice little confirmation for ourselves. Yeah, I got to read that book. Okay. All right. Jeez, I shouldn't have put it on the giveaway table at work. <laughs> I'll go see if I can rescue it. We love the McElroys. We've had two of the three authors on this show. Oh, that's true. That's true. Griffin, we where are you at? Griffin McElroy on the program. You're overdue. <laughs> And remember, another prediction from Teal Swan, because she loves us sharing these. The potential for landslides stands out in 2024. This is a year when potential for landslides must be recognized. That means drainage has to be improved, slope angles should be reduced, protective berms should be introduced. On top of climate changes, the vibration of insecurity that is emanating from life forms on Earth is like a form of energetic pollution that is causing a destabilization of the surface layer across Earth. Subtle warning. People say not to judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree. Which is why here on Just the Zoo of Us, we judge them by so much more. 
We rate animals out of 10 in the categories of effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics, taking into consideration each animal's true strengths, like a pigeon's ability to tell a Monet from a Picasso or a polar bear's ability to play basketball. Guest experts like biologists, ecologists, and more join us to share their unique insight into the animal's world. Listen with friends and family of all ages on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you.